All right, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Just Don't Think Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will. I'm here with Ryan. Yo, what's up? And we have well, again one of the best guests in the history of guests, I think, ever. Right, Ryan? I, I that's yeah, like a good He's probably the goat of podcast guests. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Danny again. So, Danny, let's go, everybody! Thank you for having me on the final episode of the year, guys. Thank you, thank Me you. Too. I hope 2013 is going to be better than this year. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think as the year comes to an end, it's only appropriate to just kind of do a year in review and just kind of go in over like all the major events that happened this year and kind of just like see what how we really like were impacted this year and how impactful the year was overall to us and the world, I guess. So... We have a list prepared here, and uh, just to talk about what happened. So, Ryan, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. This list took a long time for us to come up with, like <laughs> a lot of brainstorming, a lot of hours. Where we come came up with this one of the greatest lists of events that happened in twenty twenty. You know, twenty twenty is such a big year. Like people call it like one of the worst years that happened. Like honestly, once we look at the events, we can make our final verdict. So. What happened first? So first, the Pope slapped some woman in the face. Like the second day, twenty twenty happened, right? Wait, really? January second, we have like this video of some woman trying to kiss the Pope, and then the Pope like slaps her in the face. Um. Okay. So honestly, I thought that was pretty funny. Like to be quite honest with you, like, I mean, like just just the whole concept itself. The Pope is slapping another person. I don't know. You think yeah. of him, yeah. You think of him like this altruistic person. Well, I guess he is to some degree, right? But um. Oh wait, no, I don't think that's true. Really? Because I swear, like, apparently there's been like controversies with his Instagram account because like there's like these bikini models, and there, if you follow his account, like you know how you can see who likes what yeah. photos. Yeah, there's like a lot of bikini like of like models, and he just likes those <laughs> posts. Wait, but. <laughs> Do you, do you think he manages his own account though? He's the Pope. Yeah, I think so. How is that like, possible? I think, uh, I think there's like some news article about it, like how he was like reprimanded or something. Wow. Like I need to search this on Pope Instagram. That's honestly unexpected because like even a lot of celebrities don't even manage their own social media. So I'm surprised the Pope manages his own Instagram. Like, like can you picture the Pope like just, like on his phone, like in a chair, like he just he just tapping away. Like I don't know. I feel like that makes no sense. He's <laughs> kind of like scrolling. <laughs> Oh, because apparently the, an official statement came out with from the Vatican that said that the Pope does not run his own account, and they basically came oh. up with a bunch of excuses for why, like, he didn't actually like the model. I mean, like, I believe them to an extent, right? Like, I feel like it's like I feel like the Pope would not know how to use Instagram, to be quite honest. Uh, you don't know, bro. Like, I feel like this could be a friend, but you know, like, okay. appearances are not what they seem like. <laughs> But that's the first influential news art, like probably one of the most, like the biggest on this list. The yeah, Pope slaps absolutely. a woman. Yeah, like probably really big. Next, we have the Australian bushfires. So oh. the country faced one of its most devastating wildfire season as blazes continued from December 2019 into 2020 and burned a record of 47 million acres, displacing thousands of people and killed at least 34 people. So... I don't think we were affected by this that much, but like I can imagine, like I was an Australian, because like almost like a lot, like a lot, a large portion of their whole country, like was just uninhabitable for so long. Like I felt like it was pretty stressful, like to be an Australian, even though like like they're kind of safe. Like 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 it was really big, I think. And I yeah. think that people don't realize like how big Australia is. Like it's like Canada. Like I'm pretty sure like there's wildfires in Canada every day, but we don't notice it because. We live in like the city, and Wait. The wildfires happen like millions of like kilometers away or thousands. No, of you're capping. There's no way, isn't it? Aren't our like forests too like precipitated? What's the word? Like too moist? Wet? Yeah, what? I guess yeah. <laughs> no, like I'm talking about like British Columbia and Alberta. Like they have wildfires every year. Every year. Do though. they really? Yeah. Wait, did you not know about this? Like wildfires are. Not like uncommon. Um, I don't know. I apparently, know. according to biology class, they're actually quite good in some circumstances because 
they allow for new organisms to grow like it, well, also, it also de- no it also depends on what type of trees and what type of uh previous flora was there it de- it's all situational but anyways more on the topic of australia i remember like hearing so many podcasts talk about it and just popping up all over the news saying how like the sky looks like you're literally in hell <laughs> like this just turns blood red from all the smoke or like pitch dark other places and it's just horrifying if, if you saw any of the photos i haven't seen the photos no. oh it's, it's all over instagram it's horrifying and i remember like didn't a lot of firefighters die trying to like control the fire as well yeah i believe so yeah it's tragedy and i wish i know they saved a lot of species though so i, I guess in, at the end like oh killed at least 34 people um I think in the end it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a great start to twenty twenty, but like, it wasn't the worst, and I'm, like we recovered pretty fast, I'd say. Yeah, I think Australia's doing pretty good now, so that's at least good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for them, but beating the wildfires. Yeah, being able to tame. Okay, so next on the list, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, whoever they are, quit what? the royal family. So apparently they used to be the duck duck. And Duchess. The Duke. Of- Isn't it Duke? <laughs> the Duke and Duchess of Sussex chopped both sides of the pond on January 8th when they said that they were stepping down as senior royals. So I think instead of like doing their royal duties as like when they like show up and take pictures, like they just stopped doing that and now they're like doing whatever they want to do in like America. Is it actually? Am I thinking about this right? I think you are, um, yeah. So like. Well, I- yeah, go on. Oh yeah, I was just gonna wait. What are royal duties like? Do what? What do they have to do? So okay, so I'm not sure exactly what royal duties are, but like I know like they're very restricted. Like they have to like, um, like they, they have, have to like to... maintain a certain yeah. public appearance. Like I, I basically think they can't do anything of their own volition necessarily. Like like they're really can controlled by like, like their monarchy. Oh. But like. I thought it was always weird because, like, Meghan Markle was, like, an actress, right? She was, like, a celebrity before she married Prince Harry. So, I always thought it was really weird that, like, like a celebrity or someone, like, who lived in this kind of society could, like, integrate over. So, like, I wasn't the most surprised when I found out that, like, they wanted to go back to, like, regular life. Like, I think it, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Because, like, like, I don't know. I feel like it's such a big commitment. Like, like because, like, she would, like, not only, be, like, because, like, she, like, had a normal life. Like, she also retired, right? Like, from her completely, like, her occupation. Like, by marrying into the royal family. So, I don't know. Like, like I thought this was going to happen at least at one point. Are the people... Well, like, another big factor is because the royal family basically gets paid to do this job by the government. Like, they get paid to, like, take pictures and stuff. And when they leave the royal family, I think that they don't receive public funding, but... Apparently, like, they still have security, so there's, like, a big scandal about how they are trying to, like, scam the public into, like, funding their private security. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. Like, I think that adds a layer to it, but, like, who knows why they quit? Like, there's probably, like, some good reason, like, they want to run their own charity. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Were there, like, bets on, like, what Prince Harry was gonna, like, what job he's gonna do after he quit? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, like, that was like a, I, I'm pretty sure you can bet on everything though. But I remember like looking at it, and one of like, like the long shots was him working as a janitor. It was like wow. one to five thousand. So like, if you bet a dollar <laughs> and you what became a janitor, you would win five thousand right there. That's interesting. Wait, I can't find anything what he's doing right now. They're probably just living like in a house. Yeah, and like it's probably his job is like a dad or something. Along like the thing is, like I feel like Prince Harry like has never like done anything. Like he has, he's never gone to get groceries. Like he's never like like done the dishes. Like I feel like he's never done any of that. So like it's really like a whole new experience for him. Like yeah. living normal life. But he hasn't had to like ever. I mean, yeah, yeah. Good living in the royal family and all. Hope he's doing well. All, all right. right. No, so uh, I guess let's... since we both like I guess none of us really know what the royal family does like I guess most of the world doesn't really know what the royal family does I guess it's time to move on to the next topic which is the COVID-19 pandemic. actually can we can we can we go back can we can we end on that because like you know yeah, as, sure, yeah. as the What's year comes true? you know <laughs> once it hits midnight COVID-19 is gonna end anyway so let's talk about it last yes! right 
<laughs> oh yeah, this is the <laughs> most hype event of 2020. Probably the, the end of COVID-20. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it strikes midnight, it's over. <laughs> and then, oh, imagine COVID-20 comes out. No <laughs> way! already out? Is COVID-20, bro. Oh, yeah, there's a new strain. Oh, that, that, this is no, okay, the later, we'll this is the yeah, hype. Yeah. We're hyping this up. This is like a preview. Okay. <laughs> All right, next topic. This is probably the saddest one. Kobe Bryant's death. So, uh, the legendary Los Angeles Laker was killed along with his daughter and seven other like people, his daughter's friends, like teammates, when their helicopter crashed in Calabasas, California, on January 26th. So personally for me, like this news was very shocking to me. Like when I, when you think of Kobe, right, you think of like someone that's like strong, right? That's someone that can like face through adversity. And I honestly thought that like, I was kind of shocked. Like I didn't believe that he died. Cause like, that sounds like a conspiracy theory where like you go online and people say like rip Joe Rogan or something like it's just, it's just scary. And like, I honestly didn't believe it. But like, once I saw like the article in TMZ, like it, it was actually like, I didn't process it. Like, I didn't believe that he was dead. And I don't know. Like, it's kind of, like, surreal. Because, like, that's, like, the... Because, like, I looked up to him, like, every time I played basketball. Like, he was, like, a big inspiration for me. And, like, it just feels, like, weird that he's gone. Like, I don't know. Like, I was really sad. Yeah, like, um, I remember, like, the day that it was reported, like, there was so much confusion. Because, like, there was a lot of information coming out at the same time. And, like, I feel like people didn't really, like, know, like who was actually on board, like, if he died or not, like, like, all people were, like, were hoping it was fake, but, like, I think at the end, like, it, it, like, the news came out that, like, his daughter was, like, on board with him, but, like, I think at one point, like, a lot of people thought, like, that, like, potentially his whole family was on board, or, like, no one was on board, like, I think it was really messy, like, just the whole situation. Yeah. yeah I don't know, it's just, it, it's weird witnessing, like, people that you've seen, or just, like, popular stars just, calmly appearing in media and it's just suddenly gone just like it with a yeah. blink of an eye had something so like random essentially yeah like, <sighs> like like his death was in a helicopter crash like that's when like so like when i first saw like saw he die like 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 i had to think about like like what could have caused it right because like it seems like he was living a pretty like like reasonable life right like like i like i wouldn't think he have gotten like murder or anything but like it seems like it was a very unexpected cause mm-hmm. it was just like a like a shock a sudden scare yeah. like that set like reality and for i think for like a lot of, of the future events in 2020 so yeah like i yeah. feel like that's like, i don't know it's like really shocking and i guess like because he was like such a big role model growing up like it's probably like one of the most devastating ones to me personally like i don't know about you guys but like it kind of like hit different you know what i'm saying yeah all right so the next news article so it's about our the guy i think everyone knows my man donald trump so the impeachment of president donald trump so the president faced an impeachment trial where he got impeached or he didn't get impeached right away but on in january on charges that he asked ukraine to investigate former vice president joe biden and his son hunter biden and then he was acquitted by the senate on february the fifth but he was like i guess like put on impeachment trial by the house because they voted on that yeah like so i don't know like including me like me included a lot i feel like a lot of people didn't really understand the law so like when they i, I bet a lot of people like saw like he got impeached and then everyone thought like he was actually impeached like oh, yeah, yeah. like you have to go through a trial through both the house and the senate for you to be like removed from office wait wasn't there um Who's the who's the president? He's, got, he's the third president uh, to put on trial. It was Bill Clinton. Like was, that was the one before, because he got a oral. What do you call it? He got oral from this White House secretary. Oh no! And then really? he lied about it to Congress, and that's why they impeached him. Like they're kind of petty for that. No, I mean, we remember that whole like um scenario where that guy with that president was like eating a sandwich and made a stupid face and then he later got like kicked out wait actually yeah yeah and then like because he was like it was a miss like unprofessional conduct right wow and then you and then you just see like some of the stuff like that happens on twitter with trump <laughs> and then you like contrast it to the uh 
the severity of like someone taking a funny picture of another president, which equal to him being impeached. And if you come, just kind of look at the difference, you really think, wow, man, Trump has done a lot and gotten away with a lot. Yeah, times have really changed. Yeah. No, but I feel like I, I like a lot changes, but because Donald Trump is the president, like he can get away with like most things. Like I feel like he could like shit on the, like take a poo on like the <laughs> middle of the street, and then people would be like praising him for being brave or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Well, you, I think you're completely right in that sense. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I don't think any of us are gonna. Or are too interested in law or are going into law, so I think that's oh, but I think politics is pretty funny. Like it's like like sports, but in real life, like you have like <laughs> the Democrats, like that's how I see it at least. Like I feel like even though like people have like their own ideals, like the people that represent them like in like politics, like most of them like don't really represent what like people want and I guess that's what my thoughts are. Yeah. I think that sums it up pretty well. it's Kind of, and I don't it's think, like, like a reality like, TV. Like, I don't think there's, like, enough education about, like, the political system because, like, when people said that Donald Trump got impeached, like, no one knew what that meant. Like, people just assumed that, like, he was out of office. But, like, when, I, no one really knows, like, how the process really works and, like, what goes on within it. Yeah, not too many people care. They just care about the buzzwords that are tossed around. And I think that sums up the uh, that's little part, the impeachment, right? Yeah. And then we go into Parasite sweeping uh, the Oscars. So Parasite is a Korean film uh, by, I can't I can't pronounce his name, Bong Yoo-ho's film. It's um, landed Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, Best in a International Film. So what is that? One, two, three, four, it's four boring. Oscars. And... It was the first time an English movie won big picture, and it got four different Oscars for that. And that's just genuinely impressive. From like, even if you don't like Korean film, did you watch the movie? Will no, I, I, no. I actually watched the movie. <laughs> so okay, whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, down, okay. That's fake. That's not a true statement. No, I just don't like watching movies. I prefer more TV shows. And furthermore, I don't this have This guy Netflix. watched the Emoji movie, but he wouldn't watch <laughs> Parasite. Like, I think it's something deeper. Well, well, I guess for those who haven't watched Parasite, um, I think it's a very good movie because, like, it encompasses, like, both aspects of film, right? Like, you have, like, the, like, the, like, the, like, the upfront, like, people, like, like, casual viewers who kind of just, like, watch for the plot, right? And, like, I think, like, this movie also includes, like, a lot of metaphors and, like, deeper meanings and stuff like that. So, like, I think, like, something about this movie is, like, like, it combines both. And, like, so I feel like even casual players or, like, like casual watchers can watch it, but it's also, like, deep enough so that, like, it, it won an Oscar, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I think the combination of... Well, I, I guess, like, a combination of everything well that they've done just led to... It winning and I think you genuinely deserved it. Yeah. Well, uh, from just sort of stories. Ah, I, I, it's uh, all yeah, my bucket list. I feel like I should talk about this since I watched the movie as well. Okay, right, go for uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that the plot, like, it was like very accessible. Like the way it was filmed, like, like it hooked you in, even if you didn't understand what the actors are saying. Like I felt that, like, like you could feel like the emotions, like, through their acting, right? Like through the, like body language, and I thought that like the plot was like very engaging, like. It was actually like genuinely had like a lot of like plot twists that happened like throughout the movie, and like it, you had like a lot of revelations that like translates well no matter what language you're in. Like the element of like the language of surprise is like universal, which mm -hmm. I think makes the movie like that much more successful. I think it's well put. All right, uh, what's up next, Ryan? What's up next? Yeah. So that's... next we have something very big it's the harvey weinstein verdict so this disgraced hollywood kingmaker was convicted february 24 for raping actually for raping an inspiring actress and sexually abusing a tv and film production assistant the verdict was celebrated by his dozens of accusers and their supporters as a watershed moment for the hashtag v2 movement um 
Well, honestly, like, this has been a long case, though, right? Like, like he's been convicted, like, years ago, I think, right? No, but, he's like, been on trial. Accused, accused, not bad. Yeah. Accused years ago, right? Yeah, I feel like this is, like, really big, like, because of the fact that, like, it basically vindicates the Me Too movement because, like, a big criticism when, like, people come out, like, with, with these allegations, like, pe- most people, like, say, like, why are you coming out? Like, what's the point of this? And I think that when you get, like, such a big case like this, where, like, a person actually gets, like, punished for their crimes, like, it vindicates why this movement exists, like, that people who, like, use their power to, like, abuse other people finally get punished for it. And I think it can be used as, like, a tool to help move the movement forward and progress it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just overall, I think it's a good step forward. But um, I remember reading into the... Well, just... The, what was it like the punishments then isn't he like in like a like a special quote-unquote like special jail where he he has like a yeah. like sweets or something like it's basically like he's living a the high life still yeah probably like like he's quite rich yeah and also because like since he's because like rapists i feel like they get like a special room because if they are put in like a public prison like you know like someone's gonna like gang bang him or like rape him in jail because like yeah. they they find that shit disgusting as well. Mm, I see. This is the uh, stock market crash of twenty twenty. Um, although go through this one real quick. <laughs> so the stock market <laughs> crashed because of coronavirus fears, alluding to the big event of twenty twenty, and it dropped over thirty percent before going up like nine hundred percent in the rest of the year. Wow. Yeah. Anything so... you want to add? Um, I don't know, Danny. Are you acquainted with like? Do you just fought track uh, the uh, stock market? I'm not very acquainted with the stock market, so I'm not too educated on the topic. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, just know that um, big drop on March 9th, and it yeah, caused not March 9th. It was like, over a couple of weeks. Like it bought in the out oh, of yeah. March 23rd. Oh yeah, it consists. I think uh, the uh, uh, spy dropped consistently. That like day after day, right? Oh, you can say the S and P for people who don't know it's fine. Uh, yeah, sorry, the S and P five hundred, uh, dropped like day after day, like over by uh, how much? Like was it fifteen? Not fifteen. No, it wasn't fifteen. It dropped it was five. Like it was very volatile. Like it it would go down like ten percent over like two days, and then it would go up like four percent the next day. It was yeah, very and volatile. it caused it caused like daily um market stops, just so the hopefully okay. the economy wouldn't go down further into. <laughs> what looks like Greece now, but um, it has recovered a lot. And I think overall the stock market has gone up. But I remember all the, um, I remember on Reddit, all the memes that were being made about all the different stock market conditions. It's really funny. But I'm glad that we didn't go into a global recession like we have in earlier years. We didn't need that on top of everything else. Yeah. Do you know what a global recession is, Will? Yep, I learned about it in grade 10 history class. And what is it? Um... Uh, stock market go down. People lose job. No one hire. Now, what's the technical definition? Because like I feel like this is like a prime example of what misinformation looks like. I don't know. Okay. I hate to be that guy, but a stock market <laughs> technically like is a recession is defined by when the GDP like declines for two quarters in a row. So like technically, we are in a recession right now because the GDP did go down. For two straight months, two straight quarters, so like half a year. So, like, even though, like, I feel like what Will is doing here is like he's equating the stock market to like the economic performance because, like, even though the stock market is doing like exceptionally well to, right now, like, whoever has money in the stock market is probably like buying Lamborghinis now, like, they're doing their wheelies on their Harley Davidsons. <laughs> but, like, people who don't have money in the stock market, like, they still, like, unemployment is still at like 10%, right? Like, it doesn't represent the entirety of this economy. Like people are still missing out on jobs. And I think that like, even though it's like not a recession for some, but like it still negatively impacts many other people, wait, which is what the economy is. Wait, didn't Trump say that the unemployment rate is at an all time low? I thought I read that. Yeah, that was t- before the stock market before this year. Oh, was that a, oh, shoot. My bad. I thought that was this year. That was also, like... No, it was. I think what you might be thinking of is that the unemployment rate, Fell by the greatest rate ever, because it went from like twenty percent back to like eleven percent. Okay, so I think twenty percent is a little bit of an exaggeration, but it was fourteen percent. I don't know, like it was some some high number. Yeah, no, but I mean, it's it's hard to 
Well, I mean, I, I, I'm focusing more on like the symptoms of what a recession causes, right? So, uh, and, yeah, it's, and obviously, a lot of people, I, I feel, there's a reason why, like, right now everyone is talking about stimulus checks. Like, a recession causes economic damage, and I feel like a lot of people are facing the like symptoms of those economic damage. Yeah, and it's a part of it's also due to COVID, which we will get into very soon. So let's see, right. move on. I feel like we could see. Okay, what do you want to do next? Do you want to introduce the topic, Will? I think yeah, sure. you have a better access to the list. Yeah. So we have next. We have Black Lives Matter protests. So all of the movements that we see in the states are revolving around the death of George Floyd, and of course the obvious racism and prejudice of president in the police stations and police districts around different states and it all began with george floyd and the video of the cop i think it was a body cam it was a body cam footage right of um, um it was footage body of, cam, but yeah it was footage yeah it was footage yeah sorry also someone got well there was footage released of like the cops kneeling on his neck when it was blatantly obvious he didn't do pretty much anything wrong in that select scenario that nothing that would have warranted his death at least and yeah, that sparked the whole movement, and I think that it it made sense, right? It I remember seeing like year after year, like all of these different cop on black violence, and despite that, I never nothing actually happened until I feel like this year. There were like movements, sure, but nothing to the scale, and I think that it's like I think it's a pretty good step forward, right? Yeah, I think it was absolutely necessary because to be honest with you, like it's it, it's such a like a weird topic right because there's not like one clear solution like nor is there any clear solution to be honest like on how to solve this problem but like it's about time that like there's pressure at least pressure put on like 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 the authority right because like mm-hmm. even though like this might not have solved the problem like it might have at least dampened it a bit because like now like people are definitely way more like aware of like what's re- like what's happening like i'm sure like like there's still a lot of police out there who unfortunately like will not be educated and will not have the best judgment but honestly i think like this was really needed like people will argue that like oh like the riots were overboard but to be honest like right now like in terms of like the big picture like i think it was relatively necessary to be honest yeah because i think the big thing it did was it brought like attention to the forefront of what like police reform is right like not only is it like the george floyd protest like you had the protest for jacob blake in august you had the like boycotts from the nba like i think that like although it may seem like insignificant in the grand scheme of things like you're able to bring discussion to these topics you're able to get like actual like political change where you're able to like for example change how funding for police departments work and i think that's like the ultimate goal of the black lives matter movement right like to be able to achieve like not only like gender or in racial equality but you're also able to reduce police brutality yeah and i think overall it's just i think it's a positive step being taken yeah and yeah Um... no but like i feel like it's kind of buffed that like something like really bad has to happen in order to like grab people's attention like i feel like if you only bring up the issue but like you have to if you don't like bring up evidence as i'm saying like you have to have like a brutal video of like a black man getting like choked for eight minutes in order for people to actually care that's true instead of or like for example for like the amazon like you have to show like acres and acres of like forest being like burned for people to actually care about the issue instead of like bringing up the issue like prematurely like proactively so that you can address it before it happens. But I feel like it's harder to, like, answer to an issue if you don't notice it. Like, it yeah. has to be, like, brought to the forefront. I, I, I mean, uh, that's just most people. Most people don't really go for foresight. Like, it's just not... It's not as easy to do for most people. And I think a lot of people yeah. don't care as much. So, like, unless they are directly... And I think... I think a lot of humans are selfish by nature, and I think like unless they're directly, like it's directly causing problem to them, they won't actually do much about it. So yeah, it is kind of sad that we can't prematurely stop things like, like what you said, like the Amazon and this. But the fact that I think a little bit on the brighter side is that at least something is being done finally, rather than nothing and being at like a stalemate. 
between like different just posts on social media and GoFundMe's. We have actual an actual movement, and I think that that's great. All right. So moving on to our next topic, probably probably one of the more funnier ones is the death rumors of Kim Jong Un, the dictator of North Korea. <laughs> so because of the fact that like after North Korea went on lockdown, like I think that they because of the coronavirus, like they're able to effectively control the coronavirus by like killing anyone that had the coronavirus. I think was their strategy pretty effective. I think only like two people had the disease. Two people died. So like. Uh, they controlled the disease very well and what was up was that like kim jong-un like stopped showing up like there's no pictures and no videos so like this fueled a lot of speculation it's like yo is something wrong with kim jong-un like did his own policy go too far like is he gone like from this world and then there's like apparently rumors that like he did some heart surgery and he was like in the coma and there's like a lot of speculation that he was dead well, he he's not dead, right? He's alive. I well, think. As far that's, as we know, we like... can't we can't have official proof. <laughs> but twenty days, like like a month after these rumors came out, like there's a lot of videos of him opening like a factory, like he was cutting like a ribbon, like he was there smiling. There's video. So unless it was like a body double, like I'm pretty sure he's alive. Didn't oh. didn't? There you go. Um. Uh, well. Honestly, like, like I was just gonna say, like, I feel like we'd rather have him alive than dead. Cause to be honest, like, if he died, like, like right now, like with him in power, it's relatively not bad. I feel like it could be a lot worse. So honestly, I feel like if he were to die, like things could get worse. To be honest. Yeah, but, it's like uncertainty. Yeah. No, but I think it was like the rumors was that like his sister was trying to take control, right? Because she had like the most ties to like the head of the government. So, like, nothing would change, like, essentially, like, instead of having, like, this dictator, you have, like, another dictator instead. I see, I see. Didn't he, uh, do, like, fake this whole scenario in order to, like, see Yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's apparently, like, on these Chinese forums that Will likes to frequent, you know? (laughs) And there's a lot of rumors that he leaked this information on purpose to see, like, who's snitching on him, right? Because, like, it was, someone snitched to the south korean government and then it was sent to the whole world so he probably wanted to find out like who's snitching on him who's like this spy and then like root them out and like execute them probably because that's how his style works yeah, it's still kind of messed up over there but alas i mean there's not much we can do would you visit north korea will don't they have a tourist program yeah yeah i believe so it's sketchy though. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I, I I think I'll pass. I'd rather visit South. So yeah. What do you, What do you see in South Korea? Like, what do you enjoy about their culture? Uh, I want to watch LC, uh, LCK. Which What's LCK? Is <laughs> League of Legends. Honestly, <laughs> the like, there. Honestly, I don't even disagree. Like, even though I don't play League of Legends, like I feel like just being in like a, in, like a stadium environment would be pretty cool. Like, yeah. Also, but uh, I feel like can't you just show up to like a stadium environment in Toronto? Like, well, I mean, what, what's happening there? Like basketball? Like, yeah, you could watch a concert. You could watch like a Justin Bieber concert. Well, unfortunately, for the gaming community, like that does not have the same effect. Yeah, no, it's, I, uh, I, I feel like I've seen higher levels of like engagement within games because, I don't know. I, I feel like more people have the delusion that they can become like the people on stage. And I think that's less so evident in sports, whereas most people know their limits. And I think no, because, because of the... Because, mm-hmm. like, in sports, like, it's, like, your athletic ability, like, sets you apart. Like, if you can't jump, like, 30 inches in the air, like, you're probably not going to become, like, a basketball player. You're, like, you're n- never going to make it in the NBA. But since, like, there's no, like, physical barrier that's preventing you from playing video games, like, aside probably from, like, reaction time, like, it's much harder. It's like more subtle, like what the differences are between a pro player and like your average Joe who plays video games for fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and if most people can't really see the differences, yeah, like, myself included, <laughs> and they get filled with like delusions of grandeur. And then so next, somebody's the next, and they're on the stage cheering for teams that they feel like they can be a part of. So I, I think that 
those type of crowds, I feel like you can't really match anywhere else. And the heart of League of Legends, which I think is still the biggest esports, if I'm not mistaken, right, Danny? Oh, uh, yeah, it is right now, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like the like the biggest esport and the heart of that game's like peak of of just everything. Like imagine seeing a competition there, even if you don't know either of the teams. Like it still sounds fun as hell. Do you think right. you could become a pro player? No, I'm not delusional. <laughs> also, Honestly, I don't know. what if you try super hard? Uh, it's not worth it. I think from a logistical standpoint, like I feel like um, not I don't say anyone, but I feel like if 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 you have the motivation and you put in the time and like time, I mean like more than twelve hours a day, like you can. But like I think that's just where like like do you really have the willpower and, or like passion for it? Like yeah, um, I think that's where it's at. Because, like, I think it's also, like, the practice. Because I think, like, video games in general, like, like, it comes more with practice. And because it's so unstable, like, what your future looks like, it deters a lot of people from, like, taking it seriously. Yeah. Anyways, back on track. Oh, what's next? The Joe Biden. Joe Biden becomes public Democrat. Uh, sorry, becomes Democrat president, presidential nominee, and later became, or is becoming, I guess, the president of the oh, United States. Two events, bro. That's so sad. Oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, it, it's 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 makes sense to tie these two together. No, kinda, it's kind of different. Oh, well, like, okay. No, we can go through. It was it was in that. Wait, have you watched it? Did you follow the Democratic primaries at all? No, I did not follow the primaries. But. Oh. I watched well, I, the debates and everything. Well, I followed I it from like a I casual, know. casual viewpoint, right? Like I know that, like at the end, like Bernie Sanders was still in contention, but he dropped out at one point, and then everyone was like, "No!" But then, okay, what happened was like, like Joe Biden, like this guy, like he he was just there the whole race basically, and then like he took some hits, like he dipped down in the polls, and like by the end, like when the first primary happened, like he was. Like, it looked like he was kind of over for his campaign. Like, he didn't do too much. Like, he's, like, 80 years old. Like, who can blame him? Like, Bernie Sanders wow. has more passionate fans, more passionate supporters. So, like, it looked like Bernie was going to clinch it this time, right? And then Bernie, like, wins the first two primaries, and then it looks like it's over for Biden, right? Like, he lost all momentum. Like, it looks like the party's going to move into, like, a new phase where, like, they support more radical policies, like the ones that Bernie Sanders supports, such as, like... Medicare for all, I don't. I'm not too sure about. Like I can't name the rest off the top of my head, but like that's something that Bernie Sanders was especially, like, passionate about. And then, the next like primary, which was like the big one, it was like Super Tuesday, where, like, all the states, most of the important states are up for grabs. Like somehow, like Mike Man Biden like sweeps the Super Tuesday, like he wins like all the important states, and then. He just became the front runner afterwards. Like it was, like the biggest reversal. Like if wow. Super Tuesday went differently, like I think Bernie Sanders could be our Democratic presidential candidate. Interesting. Yeah, I did not follow it at all. I only followed the uh, race to twenty seventy. Nothing else. What's your opinion about Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden? Let's hear. Um. Well. Well, for me, I think, to be honest with you, like, I, like, politically, I don't really know much about them. I'm gonna be honest, I don't really follow politics that much, but, like, from a, like, a social point of view, like, Bernie Sanders seems like a very nice guy. Like, like, he seems like a very polite man. Joe Biden, like, he seems polite, but I think in the media, like, he slipped up a couple times due to his age. But, like, that's just, like, I guess, the casual viewpoint I have on them. Not, I don't really know too much about the policies. For yeah, me, yeah, there were a lot of memes about like Joe Biden being like a pedophile or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think for me, I don't know. I, 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 I only ever saw Bernie support, and then all of a sudden Biden won. And I, I kind of, I again like I'm, I'm much, I'm kind of like Danny here. I don't really follow the um uh, politics too much in the states, not or here in Canada even. Uh, I, I think because of that. I, I don't think I have a real say in who I perceive as a better candidate for president. But from what I've seen, again, like Danny said, in a like kind of a bystander standpoint from just what I've heard picked up here and there, 
I find myself agreeing with a lot of Bernie's terms and what he's proposed, like the free Medicare and tuition, I believe. And as that, and you said that Biden, didn't Biden pick up a few of those things as well? Right? I feel like he did take on, like once he became elected, like the Democratic nominee or whatever, like I'm pretty sure he did take on like some of the policies that they said, but like I feel like he rejected them because like he wanted to seem more moderate. So like some of the policies that Bernie wants, like won't happen with Biden uh, anyways. Well, in the end, I I hope I hope the next president is good. That's the most I can say. Okay, so it seems like you're not too impressed with my man Biden. I mean, I just I just don't have much to say. I, I don't I'm not educated enough. And then the election. So Okay, yeah, let's talk about the the biggest competitor, one of the biggest competitors that Biden had, which was my man Kanye Omari West, <laughs> who also wow. ran for president around July. So like this is the timeline's kind of match up here, you know what I'm saying? Like he goes on some giant like Twitter, like he comes back to Twitter, goes on a giant rant, like he sends out like fifty different tweets about like a like he first tweets that he's gonna run for president, then accuses his wife for che- like cheating on him for Meek Mill, and then he tweets out like his inner thoughts, which like I feel like not many people were asking for, and then he <laughs> had stuff an album that he was gonna release and never released it, so like wow. a lot happened in like a couple of weeks for my man Kanye West. What 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 was his final number of votes? The final number of votes, I think he got like a hundred thousand because he was not an option on many like ballots. Really? Yeah. Was he only mail in? Like you know, it was in mail in. Like it was like write in. You like you have to write in the candidate like in the special box. Like it's like the other option. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You... He had a guide. He had a guide. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 did he post like on Twitter like how to vote for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. So uh, basically he had to hit one of his magnum opuses playing in the background, na na na. So in the <laughs> background he was playing that banger. And then it was like a basically like a YouTube like 2010 tutorial on like how to write a meme. Like he had like the animation <laughs> of so like a marker drawing on like the ballot. And you can see it right Kanye West in the writing section. <laughs> Huh. And I think he, I feel like he honestly thought that he would win. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I, I feel like if he was one of the options that you could just check off, I, I genuinely feel like he could have maybe got a few states. No, I don't think so. Because he, I feel like people vote more on parties. Like he was like a meme pick. Like to, sadly. So what I'm thinking is that like I feel like anyone above the age of like thirty. Yeah, they won't vote for Kanye. Yeah, unfortunately not. So. No, but like, I, I guess that's fair because like, we didn't really know what he wanted. Like, I feel like his biggest policy was abortion. Like, he was against abortion, but like, he didn't say much. Like, he said like, God, like, I will bring God back to like the White House. Like, I'll run the White House like Wakanda. Like, it wasn't very, his policies, like, they kind of weren't very specific. And I feel like that hurt him. Like, if he brought like actual like, political ideas which i feel like he didn't fully flesh out which is why like he, he people took him as like a meme and he wasn't like a serious runner for the candidate for the presidency shoot yeah no i, I just wanted the birthday party to win i, I just want to see what chaos would have been seen <laughs> <laughs> because like i think kanye like every year he goes on like a wild ride on twitter like he tweets a lot of things that he like it's like a hang. It's like when you get drunk and then the next day you realize what happened. Like I like he pr- he tweets like twenty tweets in a row in one night and then he deletes like half of them, and like some of the tweets are like nonsensical. Like you don't know what they mean. So like he, I think there's like a couple of months ago, like in September, he was mad that like some music company had the rights to his songs, so he he just leaked all his contracts to twitter like he posted every single page of what the contract that he signed like on twitter and then he was like yo some lawyers can you read this for me and can you help me sue like whatever like universal music (laughs) he's uh having some trolls yeah 100 
Yeah. No, but after the election, his last tweet before he got off Twitter was Kanye twenty twenty four. So you can expect him to be back in four years. <laughs> I I genuinely want to see him like actually have policies. I I, I really want to see him in presidential debates. I think that'd be really entertaining. Anyways, let's let's move on. Um, so Twitter hack. So. This is a really brief thing that happened. It was a Twitter hack that happened, well, quote unquote hack, that happened where Wait, it isn't hack. Yo, hello. Oh, it, it, okay. It wasn't okay. It was, we, it's not no, a quote unquote hack. It's okay, an okay. Hack. When you say hack, you think of like, like that that tech scene in movies where they have like a pair of shades on and they're like clicking at a computer with just binary. Okay, that's what you up. think of when a hack is like. Does okay, that no, actually no. have to happen and for then, a hack then, to happen? No, and then and then you think and then and then you think that they're like going through like whatever going through like 40 different loops like breaking firewalls or whatever crap whatever buzzwords they can, you can think of but in reality uh, what what happened was um they just had an inside connection to one of the twitter employees and apparently twitter employees have admin access and control like all dms and like all posts of all accounts so wow. they just kind of like scammed one of the twitter employees i, I think they fished him and then, yeah, it's called social engineering. Like, yeah, and then that that was a hack. It, it was a lot less and impressive. And basically, what happened was he took over a lot of big accounts, and it's like, uh, I'm giving back to my community. So if you send me one k in Bitcoin payments, I'll send two thousand back. And then he gave out his Bitcoin address, and then people actually sent money to him. Like he took over like Joe Biden, Elon Musk, Kanye West, Bill Gates, like Jeff Bezos, I think, like all the big names, like who are all billionaires. And then he he basically it was like a RuneScape RuneScape scam where like you'd send something and then they would never send anything back. So I think this guy made like seven hundred and fifty k off people like wow. people who had Bitcoin. Like I feel like that's actually honestly impressive because like people who own Bitcoin like I feel like Bitcoin is hard to obtain in the first place. Like it's not intuitive to use. So like I feel like the people who are who have Bitcoin are less like likely to be scammed but apparently not like even people who, who like spend all this effort like spend all this time and effort to understand how bitcoin works like they still get scammed by like such a simple hack yeah but yeah did you see this happen on twitter danny um honestly like it. like i didn't see it live to be honest like i only saw it from news articles so like i didn't witness the whole thing go down Oh, I saw the Elon Musk tweet because I thought it was like really weird. It's like, yo, is he giving that much money? Like, it kind of didn't add up in my brain. Well, to be completely honest, like with Elon Musk specifically, like he's he's pretty eccentric nowadays on Twitter. So like, like I kind of expected him to go kind of like cuckoo and like he was just going off on a tweet tweet spree. But looks like that that was not what happened. All right, I think we can move on. I think after this one, let's skip the next two posts because like they're not as like relevant you know what i'm saying like we want to dedicate some time to the coronavirus because yeah all right, all right so next we have Ghislaine maxwell arrest so Ghislaine maxwell if you know is the girlfriend for jeffrey epstein a alleged rapist pedophile he had his like whole island filled with children and then she was nabbed on july 2nd on sex trafficking charges while holed up in her luxury home in New England, which is kind of impressive that, like, they weren't able to find her. Like, they thought that she was, like, hiding in, like, some random country in Africa or Europe, but in reality, she was just hiding, like, like a couple of, like, a couple dozen miles away from, like, Boston, which is impressive. Like, did, people didn't know that she was still in the United States. You got some reverse psychology there. Yeah. So, wait, did she give any information out? Like, you want to follow up? Um, honestly, like, I was, like, I was kind of waiting to see what would happen, but I feel like nothing has really come out yet, but I'm not sure, like, it, like, it could be behind-the-scenes stuff happening. Yeah, because she did apply for bail, and she got rejected. Like, she put up $28.5 million. Wow. Is that, is that a lot? I don't think it's a lot for her, right? I'm pretty her? sure Jeffrey Epstein was like a multi-millionaire. Multi so was, like, he, was he a billionaire? No, right. I don't know. You never know. Like he probably has some bank account that no one knows about. Because I think Jeff Jeffrey Epstein, like this guy, created so many conspiracy theories that I think most people believe. Like it's like common knowledge. 
that like people believe all the conspiracy theories about him because like honestly you could believe it because like like he's linked to like all these rich and powerful people like there's a, a lot of like outlandish stories outlandish stories that are true like him having like a, a pedophile island like it probably like makes sense that like he has like people after him like it kind of adds up I don't know. Again, like for most of these stories, like I, I never do too much research, but you like yeah. you don't keep up with the news. No, what I do really you do don't. with your free time? Um, mostly just pursues personal hobbies. Yeah, I personally I just like the news. I feel like um a lot of news is is not very useful to be honest. Yeah. It's like right, then, what happened in your life, Will? Like this year, like what was the big change? I got into uni. That was pretty good. Okay, what uni did you get into? Uh, what university? West. So I got early acceptance for Western. Or two programs there. Mm, nice, nice. Yeah, and but no, no. Let's let's finish. Let's finish. Uh, we can go with that. That could be another episode. <laughs> you know what? We got time. We got right. time for another time. No, I, I don't want to dedicate too much time. And like, let's 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 not get too sidetracked. Um, okay, so I guess we can. Skip, like, I think we're almost out of time, anyways. Like, we're just gonna go to like the big event, yeah. No, actually, we can, yeah, yeah, let's just go because, like, I feel like we're gonna spend a lot of time because, like, that's the one that we have like the most personal experience, like, the one that affects us the most, like, personally. So, it happened around like last year in 2019, like, there's a couple cases apparently in December in Wuhan, China, you know, and then uh, people thought that it was like like the common cold like it wasn't that big like you hear like these type of stories like there's like chlamydia that couldn't be like treated with antibiotics like two years ago in china so like i feel like people just ignore the story until like you had like footage where like there's like a giant outbreak in wuhan yeah, like, like there's like thousands of people infected like they shut down the whole city like they shut down all travels like during chinese new year which was like big and then I think that's when, like, the world started paying attention. Like, you had these videos of, like, hospitals, like, there's, like, filled to the brim with people, right? Like, people weren't able to leave their houses. Like, it was kind of serious in China. And that's when people started paying attention, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, so there's, what do call I guess there's a lot of um, things to talk about. Um, I think like, we should go through, like, the timeline for coronavirus. Yeah. So, like, okay, so for me, like, when it first came out, like, I, I vividly remember, like, I was kind of like with my family, and I'm. I told them like, "Hey, have you seen this virus?" And they're like, "Yeah." Um, like like we saw it on the news, and then I guess none of us really thought much about it, cause like, like, cause you see that kind of stuff all the time, right? Like like, cause you never know what's really clickbaited and what's like actually serious in the media, right? So, I think when I first saw it, like I really thought nothing of it, and then it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse until it, somehow it reached the whole world and like everything shut down. But, cause I feel like it. The rest of the world started care like, uh, like I feel like because like we like our parents go on WeChat a lot like they are connected with the Chinese world. Like we like I guess they're like most concerned like right away, like I think by the like the second week of January they're like yo don't leave the house like what if someone has coronavirus here bro like that that shit looks super scary like they're like buying hand sanitizer already they're like buying masks like because of like. The, those videos from China, like where you saw like everyone crying in hospitals, and I think that like people like played it off. It's like yo, it's not that serious. Like it's probably like some random like outbreak because they ate like the wrong animal in China. Like that's I think what the general consensus was, and like they like just dismissed it. But it finally changed when it like moved to Italy, and like there's like a giant outbreak there, and I feel like that's when people took it seriously. That's when the stock market took a turn for the worse because people realized that it was like so transmissible that it was like in Italy there's like hundreds of cases without anyone noticing. Wasn't it also because the uh, World Health Organization classified it as a pandemic? Less so than they actual just a no, I think that was like that was like March. March like, yeah, right? that was like a long time afterwards. But I, I, like, like... I feel like the World Health Organization didn't do anything like to be honest. Really? Like, I feel like they, they hurt more than what they did. Uh, I... like they told us like it's not a big deal guys like i think they told us that it was like it was an airborne like it only like transmits through like droplet surfaces and what? i think 
they first like even though like the information did change like they told people like at first don't wear masks because like it could cause panic or something like it could increase the rate of transmission and i feel like like a lot of their information was was biased or like i felt like at the time like i felt like it was sort of wrong but like i guess that's easy to say in hindsight wow honestly like I, I shouldn't know that. Like, I thought the World Health Organization was, was doing pretty good. Like, I didn't know, like, they were giving, like, pretty bad info. Because, like, I think it was, like, the U.S. government, like, stopped funding the World Health Organization because of, but, like, it's run by Trump, so, like, who knows? Because, like, there's, like, a lot of misinformation. Like, they, like, all the regulation, like, the information that was coming out, like, the World Health Organization was, like, basically, like, that classmate that didn't do the work in class, they'd just copy like what other people were saying. And like they would just repeat it again. So like I feel like they weren't on the forefront. Like they weren't like the great minds thinking about like what should be done. Oh. Uh, but I still I, I feel like people only started taking it seriously when it was actually classified as a pandemic though. Personally. No, like I think it's when like there is cases in the US and Canada. Like, when there was, like, community spread, because, like, I knew, like, right away, like, there was, like, one case in Los Angeles, two cases in Chicago, I was, like, one case in Florida, and then people's, like, yo, like, we probably, like, these people are quarantined, like, it's not going to come here, like, we're chilling, but then, like, in Seattle, like, there's, like, all of a sudden, there's, like, oh, yo, there's 20 cases, maybe 50 cases, and then all of a sudden, like, when people started actually testing, it's, like, yo, there's, like, a literally, like, cases in every single city and then that's when like people got scared of shit and then that's when like people noticed and i think like what caused the real change was like when it started affecting people's lives right when like i think it was like march 11 it was when the nba shut down because one of the players tested positive for coronaviruses like rudy gobert and be- when like they shut down like like the games like afterwards like that day and i think that's when it like directly impacts your life like you can't watch basketball anymore like i think that's when it really brought to the attention to like people's minds like you have to like push it into like so that it affects their lives like if like ebola right like i feel like even though people were talking about it because of the fact that like it doesn't directly impact how you live your life every day like sure you may talk about it but you're not gonna like actually like take precautions right you're not gonna donate money to help ebola but because like coronavirus like now you can't watch your favorite TV show or you can't like go to school like that. Now people care, right? Because it differ- directly affects your life. Yeah, like like it really puts it in in in, in a different perspective. Just because like like you, like we never thought that we would experience something like like ourselves, right? Like you just see it all the time, like because like you never think that like like you're the one like that it affects, but like unfortunately like this time like it, it was different right but to be honest i feel like in everyone's lifetime like they're bound to have some event that affects you and like we had ours like like for like, fairly early yeah, so. yeah because like i feel like in march was when like people really started like taking precautions really started caring like i remember like the week before march break was when like they said that they were going to shut down school after march break like i swear like the whole week like everyone was at the grocery store like buying as much of fucking food and sh- shit that they could so they could stock up like hand sanitizer was all sold out like you know your like groceries like shelves were emptied like i feel like people were panicking a lot like you couldn't buy a single mask anywhere like you couldn't buy lysol wipes you couldn't buy toilet paper like there's a lot of things that like i feel like people were panicking at that time because like they realized that like life was gonna shut down like you couldn't go anywhere and i think that's when the realization hit in i mean i just i feel like it's too old. i remember i remember uh, at the start of the whole pandemic i was wearing my mask outside and then um some cyclist shouted at me that thing is fake it told me to stop wearing it and just cycle past. You know, people still say it now, though. But, like, it's... That's true, yeah. Like, you'd still meet people that would say that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just... It's so weird seeing so many, like, contrasting opinions or something so... Precedent in our life. Yeah, I just kind of... Kind of wish it didn't impact me that much, but, again, it impacted everyone. And I'm 
honestly kind of grateful for the fact that despite how it's affecting everyone, my life's still pretty, well, it was, uh, what's the right word, like, um, pleasant. Yeah. Uh, I'm what? grateful. Yeah, like, we still have it really, really good compared to so many people right now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Because of the fact that, like, we don't work any jobs, so, like, we don't know what it's, like, how it affects, like, because, like, we all live with our family. Like, we don't know, like, how it could hurt, like, the economic impact, right? Mm-hmm. Of not being able to go to your job, for example. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's, like, even though, like, it did affect us, like, it wasn't, like, the full extent of, like, not only, like, what it is, because we, I don't think any of us had coronavirus or COVID. And so we don't know what it's like, like physically to like be sick for like two whole weeks with like some like strong ass cough and like possibly like other side effects or like what is it like to be like basically like blow through your spendings in order to like survive because yeah. you can't work at your job. And we also, oh, but free. Do, you know, hmm? do you know like CERB, right? Where oh, they sorry. gave out like unemployment and like oh, yeah. anyone qualified if you like worked enough hours, like I swear, like. So many of my people I knew, like, were stacked after that because, like, the Canadian government was just printing money, bro. Like, they gave, <laughs> like, I think, like, 2 or 3K to, like, anyone that worked, like, a, like this many hours. So, like, as long as you've had a job, like, you literally just got, like, $3,000, bro. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, like, I think Canada handled it fairly decently and i think you still are handling it fairly decently sure the whole again i don't think that giving a bunch of high school students 3k dollars just because they worked at mcdonald's over the summer last year was particularly the best idea but nevertheless it did help a lot of families that really did need it and i think at the end of the day we we should always just be grateful for what's like how little we are affected in the long term and how we can just live our life normally so all right What do you think could be better about the response to the coronavirus, though? I don't know. It's easy to say the bad parts, right? Because it's so easy to hone in on the negative aspects. I think to truly respond to something well, you really need more than just... You you can't... I think it's impossible unless you know the the outcome of every single action that you've done. Really, uh, potential outcomes of every action. Yeah, and like, because of that, yeah. So like, um, like at service value, like, like everyone says, like we should have shutdowns and stuff like that. But like, I think like because we don't have access to information, like, like what, how would the economy be if we were to shut down for a whole month or like something like that, right? Like, I feel like the government is trying their best. Like, I feel like they're honestly like, even though the government is really doing like stuff to benefit themselves, I feel like they are trying a good amount to like really balance like um like like safety while maintaining like the best outcome for like after this ends and stuff like that and honestly i feel like it's hard to judge that by yourself like without the information that that you need that's true yeah yeah i think that wraps everything up right just a little brief summary overall everything in 2020 oh, no. so also with the coronavirus now the vaccine has been released by pfizer and moderna and then which is like really big because like i honestly thought that the vaccine wasn't going to be completed that quickly like i thought it would take like like over like a year like a year and a half at the the very least because like aids has been out for like 25 years still no like vaccine no way to treat it so like i was honestly like surprised that they were able to like like formulate and create this vaccine so quickly but like i guess with all this funding like kind of makes sense like it's like a feet of human accomplishment scientific accomplishment yeah yeah i think that really ends the you're off in a semi-high note yeah do you think 2021 is going to be better um hopefully but you never know man yeah, yeah. I, we can all hope for the best right because like i feel like people are being delusional when they say that 2021 like this is just me but i feel like when people say like yo 2020 sucks guys like i can't wait for 2021 like Bitch, it's not gonna change just because like a fucking <laughs> number on the year like changed. Like the reasons why like twenty twenty was bad was not because 
like the year like like the fucking moon like lined up with the sun in a perfect way that like everyone's luck went to shit like it was because of like a lot of pre-existing problems that like happened to come up all at the same time and i feel like those issues still exist in 2021 right like even though there is a vaccine for like coronavirus like there's a new variant that's out that spreads faster right that may not even work like we don't know if the vaccine is 100 percent effective or if there's any side effects right and it's not 100 percent available so like even if we do have a vaccine now like it may not be effective a or it may not be accessible so that like we can live our lives normally in 2021 and i think that like 2021 is probably going to be like a big shocker like that's my prediction like my hot take like it's going to be like about the same as 2020 like we're still not going to be able to go outside no like, I, I feel okay. like yeah okay that okay yes you're right it's a realistic way to look at it a change in like a sudden change in time won't mean anything but i i think that's just like i, I think the perspectives that people have of a new year and a new me or a new world essentially is a good way to actually look at it it's a positive way more so like no people... but like i feel like that that's like a ter- for me i think that's like a terrible way of looking at it because like if you have to like predicate like change on like the year changing like that means like you're not doing anything in your life like those people who say like like i'm gonna set my new year's resolution like i'm gonna not be fat after january 1st like that means like you don't really want to be fat like you're just looking for like a way to like make yourself feel better like i think that even though like it's like nice to say that 2021 is going to become better like it's still gonna uh, like the coronavirus is still going to be here right like police brutality is still an issue that's going to exist in the future like there's probably more issues like for example like the trade war that got postponed because of the coronavirus like that's still going to be like a pressing economic issue and i think that these like issues that we have aren't going to be magically solved i think that like especially in 2021 like coronavirus is still going to be like a very big facet of our lives like it may not ever end even if we do have a vaccine because like we face the common cold like it could be like the common cold where we have to go through it every year but with more severe symptoms like I feel like it's the like somewhat delusional when you have to like say that like it's gonna get better after this year. Like if you really think something's gonna get better, like you have to work on the change now. And I think that like for example, like the vaccine is like a positive step in the right direction, but like you can't rely everything on like a new year. But that's just me. That's just oh, uh, yeah. I guess, but I think your vision is a little too cynical for me. But anyways. We've been going on for longer than we usually do, and I think it's about time we wrap up, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, uh, again, thank you guys for listening to the Just Don't Think podcast, and thank you again, Danny, for showing up. Thank you, guys. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash just don't think, and yeah, I'll see you guys next time. See ya. Okay.